Georgia's DBHDD reminds people that the Good Samaritan Law can save lives during alcohol and drug overdoses. People are urged to call 911 and stay until help arrives. More information at opioidresponse.info. If you like hearing the news from around the state here on Georgia Today, you'll probably like hearing how Georgia's agriculture economy feeds the country and the world on a fork in the road. I'm David Zelski, and on the Fork in the Road podcast, we feature stories from Georgia's farmers, fishermen, merchants, artisans, chefs, and others who help provide Georgia-grown products to folks in the Peach State and beyond. Find it online at gpb.org podcast or download it on your favorite podcast platform. Welcome to the Georgia Today podcast from GPB News. Today is Thursday, December 14th. I'm Peter Biello. On today's episode, a federal appeals court hears arguments on the Atlanta Police Training Center referendum. West Georgia Congressman Drew Ferguson says he plans to retire. And Perry High School celebrates its first state championship. These stories and more are coming up on this edition of Georgia Today. A federal appeals court heard arguments today that could decide the fate of an effort to stop a planned police and firefighter training center in Atlanta. GPB's Stephen Fowler reports. Opponents of the so-called Cop City Project collected more than 100,000 petition entries over the summer in an effort to force a vote over canceling the city's lease for the public safety training center. During that time, a federal judge extended the time to gather signatures and ruled that anyone could collect signatures, not just Atlanta residents. The city appealed that ruling and Thursday argued before the 11th Circuit that the decision was overbroad and would illegally force them to cancel a contract. Meanwhile, an analysis by GPB News and other outlets found organizers could meet the threshold for success if all the names are counted and if the courts don't narrow what could count. For GPB News, I'm Stephen Fowler. Tomorrow is the deadline to sign up for health insurance through the federal marketplace. GPB's Ellen Eldridge reports the coverage comes through the Affordable Care Act. Plans under the ACA target individuals who lack insurance through an employer. Deanna Williams is the health insurance navigator with Georgians for a Healthy Future. She says plans cover prescription drugs, emergencies, and preventative care services. We all know it's flu season, so please get your flu shot and also coverage for people with pre-existing conditions. That's one of the questions I get all the time. I have diabetes, so I didn't know if I could get it. It's okay. Yes, you can still get coverage, and I'm here to help you get that coverage. She says, depending on your income, you may also qualify for a premium tax credit. For GPV News, I'm Ellen Eldridge. It's getting more complicated to tell how Georgia's public schools are faring. The State Department of Education today released a full spectrum of school accountability numbers for the first time since the COVID-19 pandemic. But there isn't a single number to sum up the performance of any one school or district. Getting rid of the single number, passing or failing grading system for schools and districts, has been a longtime goal of state schools superintendent Richard Woods. In a statement, the Republican said the old 100-point system, quote, vastly oversimplified the factors that influence school quality. West Georgia Congressman Drew Ferguson says he'll be retiring from the U.S. House at the end of his current term next year. The fourth-term Republican today did not give a reason for his retirement, saying in a statement only that he was looking to spend more time with his family. His announcement comes two months after he said his family received death threats during heated votes for a new speaker earlier this year. The threats came after Ferguson publicly withdrew his support for GOP Representative Jim Jordan of Ohio. 
Jordan had been a favorite of hard-right conservatives, Ferguson said he refused to support a, quote, bully for speaker. Ferguson represents a solidly Republican district that stretches from Columbus north to Atlanta's western and southern suburbs. He was first elected to Congress in 2016 and previously served as mayor of West Point. The Georgia district attorney prosecuting former President Donald Trump and 18 others for alleged criminal interference in Georgia's 2020 election is opening up about the case. Fulton County DA Fonnie Willis told the Associated Press this week that it's, quote, silly to think the case should be paused just because Trump is running for re-election. She also raised the possibility that more of Trump's co-defendants could take plea deals before their trial begins. Willis is seeking an August trial date for Trump and his co-defendants, a time frame that would put the current frontrunner for the Republican presidential nomination in court defending himself in the months, weeks, and even days leading up to the November general election. Trump's lawyer says if Trump is the nominee, that would be, quote, the most effective election interference in the history of the United States. Willis is not buying that idea. She says prosecutors all over the country do not stop investigating crimes if the accused is running for office. Georgia's Transportation Commissioner says the state will need to spend at least $81 billion by 2050 to keep people and freight moving on Georgia highways. The commissioner, Russell McMurray, told members of the State Transportation Board yesterday that he expects freight traffic to double by 2050. He says increasingly congested highways will boost the cost of doing business in Georgia by $14 million a year over the same period of time. Of the $81 billion in projects that McMurray outlined, Only $26 billion are in the state's construction pipeline. A state audit says Georgia's film tax credit doesn't provide as much economic benefit as its boosters claim. Georgia State University's Fiscal Research Center prepared the report for the State Department of Audits and Accounts. It says the state actually loses 80% of its investment in the credit. That counters a study prepared for the Georgia Screen Entertainment Coalition that said the state's return on investment was 6 to 1. State lawmakers are expected to consider capping the credit in the General Assembly that begins next month. Perry High School has won a state football championship for the first time in the school's history. Georgia High School Association Executive Director Dr. Robin Hines presented the championship trophy. It is with great, great honor on behalf of Alpha Insurance and the Georgia High School Association that we present you with the state championship trophy to Perry High School. Perry defeated Stockbridge 38-27 in the Class 4A title game yesterday, the last day of the Georgia High School Association's championships at Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta. Perry head coach Kevin Smith led the Panthers to victory in his seventh year leading the program. I'm just so lost for words. It's just uh, been a vision of mine since I was a little kid growing up. I want to lead a pro- build a program from the scratch up and uh, win the big game. And uh, just very, uh, very gracious and very humble. Coffee County also won their first ever championship, defeating Creekside 31 to 14 in Class 5A. The GHSA's Dr. Robin Hines joined Coffee County head coach Mike Coe for the trophy presentation. I do believe all of Coffee County is here to support these guys. I do not think. That there's anybody left in Douglas, Nichols, Broxton, Ambrose, you're all here. And I'll tell you, you've waited a long time for this moment to win this championship. And I have to say, you know, you got here about five years ago, and unfortunately we had some weather that snowed us out of this building. And to be able to come back in the premier venue in the country 
and to have your guys perform like they did on this huge, big stage, what does it mean to your program and how you feel about your kids, Coach? That's the best group of human beings in the world right there in them white T-shirts and them white jerseys. I told our principal you win championships with good people. And that's great young men right there. Since I've been here, it's been nothing but yes, sir, and no, sir. Their helmets are filled with stickers from their teachers at school. That's the only way they can get them. And that's why they're the state champions. Prince Avenue quarterback Aaron Philo broke the all-time Georgia passing yards record set by Trevor Lawrence of Cartersville between 2014 and 2017. And you are the all-time career passing leader, passing Trevor Lawrence. What went through your mind when you broke the record, and what did it mean to you to share this moment with your guys? I mean, I just want to give thanks to my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Uh, none of this is possible without him. Uh, I thank my teammates. You know, they've been through with me every step of the way. Um, and so I really wasn't thinking about it, but uh, when I came out to the sideline, they made it known that it happened. So. The high school girls' flag football state championships were also held at Mercedes-Benz Stadium this week. On Monday, Southeast Bullock won their third straight championship. The team has now won 62 games in a row and has never suffered a loss. GPB's John Nelson spoke with coach Marcy Cochran. How difficult is it to continue to have this standard that you've set there in Brooklyn? It's very difficult because everybody's bringing their A game to us and we got to be one notch better every single game. So it takes a lot of pride, a lot of heart, a lot of dedication, and a lot of fight if you saw that tonight handful of seniors that have been a part of this group since the absolute beginning. When I mention these seniors, what comes to mind? I mean, I've known most of them. You're going to make me cry. Um, I've known most of them since they were in middle school. We've done a lot together, and they're a really good group, and we couldn't do it without them. They're great leaders on and off the field, so I'm super excited they got their third green at 62-0. and 0. And for all the season's final rankings and recaps, visit gpb.org sports. And that is it for this edition of Georgia Today. Thank you so much for tuning in. Whether you listen to GPB podcasts or listen to the broadcast or read all the stories at gpb.org or watch GPB television, we're asking you to make a contribution during our calendar year-end campaign to help keep GPB strong. Make a contribution in any amount at gpb.org. And thanks so much for supporting the work we do here. If you haven't subscribed to this podcast yet, take a moment and do it now. Check out gpb.org news for all the latest headlines. And if you've got feedback for us, send it to us by email. The address is georgiatoday at gpb.org. I'm Peter Biello. Thanks again for listening. We'll see you tomorrow. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR.